like, I guess that's the game, but like, I don't want to <laughs> see like, it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the game, though. You have like I some guess. alien force like picking off your ships one by one. <laughs> I guess <laughs> that's so. the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. From? Where is this coming from? Like, yeah, I guess if I guess if those are real ships, they're fucking confused, man. They're like, whoa. Welcome to the Crown Heathens Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and always I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. Now, I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions, so I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Yeah. I, was, I took a little bit of a break in between my question. I had to think of a question because I had to, I had to make sure it wasn't going to be stupid, and then I remembered that there are no stupid questions, so I can just there are ask no stupid whatever questions, I want. Which we oh. added in specifically because I knew you were going to be on the podcast. <laughs> oh. Marissa, are you excited for the Cuphead Shots show? Shots fired. I am excited for the Cuphead show. It's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I'm excited to see if it's good. Well, because I think, I think Cuphead has a high chance of being good because like there's a plot in the game, but there's not too much to work around. So I feel like they can do a lot with it without pissing anyone off. Yeah, like even if they just took yeah. like like they don't have to do anything about the game other than make it in the same art style and somehow yes. involve Cuphead and Mugman. Yes. Yeah. Like they just have to use the characters and the style and retain some of the the crossover there. But otherwise, it should be fine. So I have, I have, I have decently high hopes. I don't have too high hopes for any sort of adaptation. But I'm excited for that one. All right. Cool. Well, on that cool. note, what's today's topic? Well, today's topic, now that you do mention it, is we're going to be talking about the best, the worst, and the just weird video game adaptations that we've seen out in the wild. So this can include anything... From video game, uh, sorry, not video games based on video games. Video, <laughs> <laughs> video game adaptations would mean anything from movies or TV series or books, because I have a couple of those that I actually want to mention. So yeah, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Let's go. All right. Well, I'm. I absolutely love this. Uh, I absolutely. I just love whenever something can become. Um, like something else, you know, like I love video games and video game movies will encourage people to play the games and video game books will encourage people to play the video games. And um, they're usually done really bad and it's become an Internet meme. Um, yeah, so that being said, I'm, I'm just going to start us off. Like, can't have a video game podcast about video game media without talking about the Super Mario movie. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I, I watched it. Uh, You've watched not it. recently. You've actually seen it? I've watched the whole movie oh, okay. from start to finish. I've erased the whole right. thing from my memory. So that either means should. it was it was really, really, really bad or not rememberable. Based off of pictures. I'm gonna go ahead and bad. say it was really, really bad. Um I've seen I've only ever seen pictures of it. Yeah. So I've not seen yeah. it. And the pictures seemed like more than enough. Yeah, it, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't good. Um it didn't it really it kind of scared me. I'll be honest with you. I didn't watch it as a kid. That's I, fair. I was in my teenage is, years. Yeah, I walked away scared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other bad ones you want to mention? Because I I'm gonna be honest. I'm very wary to pick up video game adaptations if I've played the video game and I know it's an adaptation. It's the same reason I I'm wary of picking up or watching movies that have been made for my favorite books because i'm a pretty avid reader and i always get a little nervous because it's usually not done super well so i know you said you love the crossover because we like to see people play video games and i, I think that's true um so i've opened my mind to it a lot more in recent years but i i've seen a lot of it done badly so i'm curious so i don't know if this is exactly Here's my thing. Um, I'm I'm immediately just going to jump right into it. The 2018 Tomb Raider uh, okay. was based directly off of Square Enix's um, the new Tomb Raider series. Um, 
So yeah. you got like the Tomb Raider, then the Rise of the Tomb Raider, the Shadow Square Enixes, Tomb... yeah. Square Enix, yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Please follow our socials linked below. Uh, Square Enix made Tomb Raider, uh, and then they followed it up with the sequel, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I think that series of Tomb Raider games is fantastic. It is the only ones I've played. Um, so I've never played okay. the old Tomb Raiders, but the, honestly, like that Tomb Raider game is one of my favorite games, maybe of all time. So keep that in mind. I went to go see the movie because they were like, this is directly based off of the first game. And I'm mm-hmm. like super excited for it. So I went in really mm-hmm. high hopes. That's never good. And now you're saying, did is there any bad ones? So I don't think this is necessarily a bad movie. Yeah. I'm just really disappointed with where they went with it. Um, yeah. So, so that right now, we're just going to go right into the Tomb Raider spoilers. Um, in Tomb Raider, the, the main villain, I guess you can say, is Himiko. Um, okay. So Laura Croft goes to, like, they end up, they're looking for Himiko. Um, and they end up on the island of Yamatai. Uh, which is in like the Dead Sea and like it's basically like they get stranded there and Himiko is like the mythical queen slash god who is preventing anybody from coming or leaving. Uh, and then the main villain is like trying to harness her power. In the video game, um, you you get stranded, you lose your friends, you meet up with your friends again and then you the final boss fight is against Himiko. Like you defeat the guy who's trying to harness her power and then Himiko is like, I'm not letting you leave. Um and like she becomes this giant god like she enters a god form and you are like fighting this giant storm and it's like super epic and it's like super amazing um and then in the movie i guess they wanted to make it a little bit more realistic so she uh. does not come back to life she does not enter a god form um what she does is so basically the way the movie ends is they finally find Himiko's sarcophagus um mm-hmm. they okay. open the sarcophagus basically they're like do they raid her tomb they 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 technically raid her tomb <laughs> okay <laughs> um and they basically like she can turn people into zombies like that's the whole thing like she can control life or death and then uh lara croft realizes that she was asymptomatic of a virus um so she entombed herself to protect others and if they open the tomb they're going to release the virus on the world and then like that's how they like control life or death and like that's how she can destroy the entire planet is because she was she has a virus so she mm. does there's oh. no giant fight scene it's just they open the and they're like oh no like don't do it that's an the interesting virus. creative decision and it's like i guess like yeah they completely changed like it's still himiko um i never watched the other ones with angelina jolie so i don't know if they were like directly related to the game or if they just took her likeness um and like the the actress was like amazing like it was genuinely a really good movie the soundtrack was really good um the actress who played her was i hope i don't get this wrong alicia vikander um like amazing actress the movie itself was good like it was a good movie it's just like to go from a giant fight like with like the elements like there's like the storm is hitting into you and like this god is here and they're like you i will take over the entire world and they're just like no a virus it's like I guess that's me realistic. <laughs> and then like another thing, like a famous thing from the series is like those red um axes, like the the climbing axes. The yeah, the mm-hmm. ice, like the ice, the ice picks um, or yeah. like the you use them to climb mountains. Like yeah. you get them right at the beginning of the game and then like you level them up. Like in the movie, she gets them like right in the last scene. She just finds them and she's like, Oh, these are maybe these will come in handy and like picks them up and it's like oh like you you kind of just doing a shout it's like oh if you came here from the video game we see you and it's like yeah they really it was just a, a subtle shutout and it was like it would have been cool if this was maybe used throughout the More movie often. and yeah not just like at the end she's like oh these will come in handy it's like after everything <laughs> happened so i think like it left a sour taste in my mouth but also it was like for a video game movie and like like it was really well done. I genuinely enjoyed it. I thought that a lot of people who didn't play the video game would have really enjoyed it. And I think that it would have led people to play the video game afterwards. Like if they were like, oh, maybe I'll play it, maybe I won't, and they watched it. I think that was um like a, a really good entry point. Mm-hmm. 
And right. I, I don't know if them changing it makes it better or worse because it actually reminded me of another video game movie that <laughs> did not do well. Okay. Um, Ratchet right. and Clank. Have you... I, have, I did not know there was a movie. So they remade a movie. They remade Oh, uh, they didn't... Okay, so <laughs> it's... Okay. It's tricky. So they okay. basically, in 2016, they released a movie. And in the same year, they released a video game. And both of them were remakes of the original Ratchet and Clank. Um, But the movie played like almost scene for scene to the game. And they just cut parts out of it. So it was like, interesting because they were both like CG or like, like they obviously didn't get like a live Lombax to play Ratchet. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, it was or, just like, like everybody kind of just left it being make like a droid. <laughs> everybody kind of just left it be like, yeah, like I feel like I rather would have played it. Like it's one of those games that definitely plays better. Oh yeah, than being watches. watches. Yeah, so they were like, yeah, and then even the fact that it was just a direct remake. Um, so like, yeah, we're making a new Ratchet and Clank, and it was a direct remake of like the PlayStation Two game, which is great for nostal- nostalgic aspect, but it was scene for scene like exactly like if you played them beside each other it was just better graphics yeah right. um, so there really wasn't so i think that kind of left a sour taste in everybody's mouth when they were like hey let's go watch this ration clan and they were like yeah like watch the movie then play the game like that was the whole slogan it was like watch the movie then play the game and it was like i just watched everything that i'm doing i'm kind of bored yeah it's that's like, yeah yeah it's a fine line though it's a fine line between changing enough that if fits the media and changing too much that it no longer represents the thing that people fell in love with. And I find that that's like where the conversation usually comes in with most adaptations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I actually kind of want to talk about the Witcher. Okay. Uh, For sure. So the TV series, it's out on Netflix. I really like, I've, watched it through i'm really excited for season two like i'm gonna watch it like i'm gonna continue watching it i think it was really well done the thing is is that i mean it gets a little bit complicated with the witcher as well because there are books and obviously the the game was based off of the book and so the netflix show is mostly based off of the books but given that they are both based off the same source i'm going to include it here uh, because they are also taking some influence from the game. Like, they kind of have to. It's it's existing before the show. So it's going to have some influence on how they're doing the show. Like, even Geralt's appearance is very much based off of, like, how he appears in the game. Uh, so I think that that's really interesting. And I really loved watching the Witcher TV show because it was different enough. It was, it happens. A lot of it is stuff that happens before um, the games, which is why it's based off of the stories. And I really liked that, but you could still see the connection to the characters and the, the plots in the game. And the thing I thought was interesting and I've not yet read the books. They're actually sitting in my mailbox <laughs> waiting for me to go get them. So we'll see how I like the original media, actually, which is it's weird for me. I've said this. I usually go with the original as my base and not have had something else. But I, I did play the video game first. And so it was really interesting watching it because I was like, I don't know if somebody who didn't play the game or potentially read the book they could become very confused about the monsters because of how they dealt with it. They didn't really like say what the monsters were or like explain anything about the monsters. But I know when I was watching it, you know, they would say a certain monster's name. And then I would basically be like, oh yes. So he needs to use like Igni and he needs to like have this certain uh, like oil on his blade and it's going to be the silver and not the, you know, it, it not the steel blade that he's going to pull out. And like that all just came from playing the game and having had that experience. And so I was really interested to see that if somebody hadn't had that experience, if it would have even made sense or if it would have got too confusing. So I asked a couple of people who hadn't don't play video games that I that I knew. And one of them ended up really liking 
the show, but another gave up after the first episode because they were they were getting confused and they felt like it was a lot. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was interesting because they they did actually like because it's based off the books and I don't know how true to the books they're they're remaining. Um, but I really felt like they they did make it fit into the world, but I almost think they didn't. There's a there's a chance that they didn't explain it enough for the format. So you would almost have to do more digging into the world to yeah. fully understand what was happening or fully appreciate, I guess, is another level of it. But I know that was something I actually really found enjoyment out of is like he would be kind of tracking like monster a monster in an episode. And I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, oh, I bet it's a wraith or I bet it's this or I bet it's that. And I was guessing the monsters and I was like really I was like pat on the back when I got it right. right? Like I was just so like proud that I had been this invested in the universe that I could actually guess what he was about to run into. And I, I feel like that was a large part of my enjoyment. So I'm always curious people without that connection, if they can get into the same thing. So I think it's really well done and I really enjoy it. And if you like the Witcher game, definitely watch the show. But yeah, I don't know. That was really interesting to me. So I have a couple points uh, just to add on okay. to that. The first things, um, not only have you not read the books, but you mm-hmm. have not taken them out of your mailbox. They have arrived at your property <laughs> and they are sitting outside. <laughs> yeah. I I just, I I want to say. It's weird. It's weird for me, isn't it? <laughs> I'm nervous, Matt. Can you tell? I'm nervous to pick up the books because I'm scared that this is going to be like a once in a lifetime thing where I don't like the book as much. I think. And I don't know what that's going to do. Exposure to the. So. To the the thing my my thing with the witcher is it's a tricky predicament um because the author himself has said the video games are not canon like the author has removed himself from and i think the tv show too is like they're they're trying to use the books as reference but like he's very much like no the witcher is a book if it's not in book form i don't want anything to do with it so like netflix is gonna branch out like pretty quickly (laughs) i don't know if if that has changed um because they started doing they added a new tv show i don't know if you've seen it yet they made an anime about um i think very scared to watch that it just released i just i get so nervous when things i like come out with more things so i'm gonna i'm gonna make an actual this is gonna shock you both so there are what is my favorite video game oh no oh no is there a dragon age what is what is going on about dragon age what happened they they so they have dragon age novels yeah oh yeah 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 okay and i have not touched them i have not ordered them i have not i've not read anything about them so you have a pretty good reason though because the reason now I'm scared. I'm gonna give a different reason than I gave in the past. Well, the reason but, you gave me was because the games are such choice based. The books have yeah. a a set of choices that are pre made by the like, not like the developers or the writers, and so because it's not your story, yeah, it yeah. So but that's a, because that's a good so they reason. aren't really so like one of the one of the spinoff books is is based in Tevinter. It's called Tevinter Nights, I believe. And and this is how little I know about them is I, I'm not entirely like I'm 95% sure, but I might be wrong. <laughs> like we might Google this and I might have to correct myself. And so like they are loose, they're based in the world and they're 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 based in that. But they because yeah, because they deal with some of the characters too, it's very nerve-wracking to me. Because I have this perception of the story that's very safe in my head and I love it so much that I don't want something else coming in and ruining it. And yet I love it so much. I should, I should be their like core audience. Like I should be in, and I know a lot of people who have read it and like interacted with it really like it. So I feel like there's not a reason to have this hesitation, but I feel very hesitant about it. And I feel the same way about the Witcher books, which is really weird for me because I am such an avid reader that like 
the idea that I'm book sitting in my mailbox that I haven't gotten out yet, like it is weird, Matt, like you're pointing out something very weird about me that has happened. But it's because I'm like, I'm, I'm going to pick them up and I'm going to be nervous to start them. Which is fair. And I, I, I didn't mean to like call you out. Like I wasn't trying to call you out. I was just genuinely <laughs> confused. I was like how they haven't even made it like in the house, house yet. yet. <laughs> um, so I still have a couple of things just that I wanted to say that I will get to, but I'm, we're going to keep deep diving this. Um, do you ever read like fan fiction or like people's head cannons? So that is different though in my head because if I don't like a piece of fan fiction, I can just be like, I didn't like that piece of fan fiction. But because it's like an established part of the... Like, whether or not it's canon to the video games, it's a it's an established part of that universe now in my head because it's published, because it has a formality to it. I, yeah. And so, like, and there's been a lot of conversation about To Winter Nights and it tying into Dragon Age 4. And, like, that's how a lot of people knew that it was actually going to be based into Winter. Like, well, one, at the end of the DLC, they they stab a knife into Tevinter. So that was a pretty big giveaway. <laughs> yeah. That maybe the next game is going to focus there. But, like, the fact that they had Tevinter Knights and, like, the fact that they have all these these pieces just based in there was, like, they're very focused on Tevinter. And when it comes to, like, fan fiction, it's also usually, like, oh, I actually want to make something canon that maybe might not be right like so you're mm-hmm. looking at fan fiction that's like okay well what if this person and this person actually fell in love instead of like the main character and like one of the big things that i've i've read a lot of fan fiction about is like hawk and Varric, and because that's not ever an option in the game and so it feels like safer to explore that in writing because it's it's one it's not it it's just fan based and mm-hmm. i'm not saying that in a dismissive way like it's some really great writing like i've actually encountered some really fabulous writing of fan fiction and i think lots of fan fiction writers are fabulous but it is like okay well even if i don't like the direction they take it in i can just like oh well, this had nothing yeah. to do with like the developers or like they didn't even give the okay to be able to use this or or to associate with it or whatever but because it's more established and because it's published it is like a more formal thing so it feels very yeah i i get what you're saying i think where i'm coming from is like the star wars universe and like if you go into any bookstore and like look at the star wars section there's like a million star wars books there's just so much star wars media and content and almost none of it is canon and like disney made a statement they're like it's just kind of shitty like on disney's part just because of like there's some really great authors um but disney made a statement they're like yeah like and anything that's not in the movies isn't canon like uh, none of that matters if you read something you know you didn't Mm -hmm. and it's like that feels really shitty yeah but the (laughs) so the issue is is and maybe i wasn't clear about this either is like bioware fully approved yeah like dragon age to winter nights and it was one of the lead writers, like uh, Patrick Weeks, they they were heavily involved in it. That was my follow-up question, uh, was did the author yeah, of the so book have any that, correlation and with the game? So that actually should be like reassurance that I can yeah. read this, so I'm but sure I'm so very it. nervous. That's I'm, I'm well, very that's, nervous. Again, that's the thing, though, but like it's because those books are based on a game that's very heavy in choice. Like now it's someone else choosing for you, right? But yeah, there was always, so, there was always it, some sort of linear like... Like Marissa said, like true. you can't, you can't uh, romance Varric, like in the second. No, but game, like, like theoretically, like let's say, like Hawk is in the book, and then like, um, uh, it's great. Zevron. This is a great example. Great <laughs> example. Zevron. Keep going. Uh, like, like you, like, because you romance Zevron. Yeah. But like, what if it was like, but in the book, the canon was that Hawk was with Isabella. Yeah, that's going to bug me. Right? That's But that's the thing. That's why I like that's that. That's going to bug me. But I don't think they deal with, and I don't know much about it again. I'm sure if I mean, there's any hope. Dragon Age yeah. fans in the, in the Lister group, they will understand that I haven't read it, so I might be very wrong. But I don't think it actually deals with any of the main protagonists because of that choice-based system. It would be hard to probably do that. Yeah. should, at, and I will at some point, like I've thought about it a lot more recently, is ordering them and and just picking them up and just giving them a try and i'm probably going to do that very soon but yes it is it is like a weird thing 
it's the same with the witchers so i had somebody else um a a, a dear friend of mine actually uh um her name is alex uh, she read through the witcher books she's actually reading it right now and she was like they're fabulous like you'll love them and i was like okay like that's like a seal of approval that they're not going to be bad and she was like yeah like i feel like Geralt's actually a lot nicer in the books. And I was like, that's weird because I feel like I wasn't ready for that. I thought he was going to be like worse or something. She was like, yeah, he was like so mean in the TV show. And I was like, well, he's mean. He's honestly the- quite the asshole yeah. in the game, too. <laughs> like- from, from what I remember, though, the books, are, all the books come before the game. Yeah. Because I think the first game yeah. starts after the end of the last book. Yeah, yeah which is a long a lot of part of that, but I don't yeah, so much of it is there's there's yeah. a lot of shit that happens to Geralt. So yeah, but that's also true of the the TV show. So in the TV yes. show, yeah. he has yet to have run into Siri, um, yeah. which is yeah a large plot point in the video games. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I think The Witcher has done a great job. I'm excited to read the books. I'm a little bit hesitant, but I'm going to do it. Sorry, not to turn this into a, a podcast about convincing Marissa to read more books because we definitely don't need um, that don't conversation. Need that. <laughs> don't, don't, we don't need that. <laughs> so you were saying um, about like The Witcher of people who've watched The Witcher and like haven't played the games. Like I watched The mm. Witcher. I love The Witcher. Never played the games. Ne- I have zero Witcher knowledge other than yeah, the TV show. So I think it just added to it. Like that's the kind of conclusion that I've I've come to is it it really adds to it if you've played the games. But otherwise, it doesn't take away from it, which is the right level. Like, that's what you yes. want. So, like, I absolutely loved it. I am, like, a monster person, so I'm into the monsters. So, like, I didn't get lost in that aspect. But I think they put the right, like, the perfect amount. Um, a, mm-hmm. a movie that I did get lost in was the Final Fantasy VII movie. This is going to shock everybody as how much of I love Final Fantasy. I've never actually played Final Fantasy VII, which is everybody's, like, go-to. Um, they They love that one. I've never actually played it. So I apologize to all the Final Fantasy fans who have uh, bamboozled. Um, but they made a movie, uh, Final Fantasy VII Advent Child. Uh, sorry, Advent Children. Advent and, Child. <laughs> Advent Child. A child. No. Advent Child. <laughs> um, and it, it is like directly related to Final Fantasy VII. And I was like, I really. So it's, it's uh, two years after the video game is when it takes place. Right. And I was like, I love final fantasy i'm gonna watch this movie even though i never had the final fantasy 7 didn't understand a single thing like completely the entire time i was watching it i was like my head hurts i'm so confused like i am so confused so i think <laughs> the witcher had it in a good spot and uh final fantasy 7 advent child did not advent children i did it again, <laughs> did it again. So, Consistent. so video game movies and media definitely have to like a fine line to walk that being yeah, said they do. oh yeah Sacco. Let us have it. Um uh yeah, I have a couple things. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna brush on the so uh when Halo 4 was coming out, um 343 Industries, which is the developer, and Microsoft um wanted to do something different with the marketing. So um what they did was they made up like a five episode short series. Okay. Um about and they called it so it's called Forward Unto Dawn. It's basically about like um it so I, I have the Wikipedia page open here. It's 31 years before the events of Halo 4 and it's about like the master it's about Master Chief like saving um a like a military training academy from the Covenant. But okay. like it, it's not based on Master Chief. So the that the main character is actually just one of the cadets. Oh, interesting. Um, and they did that on purpose because like in the game it's a lot easier for you to like feel the emotion in a scene, even mm-hmm. even though you can't see Master Chief's face. And so like we can't do that with a movie or like a TV show. So we don't want to base it on Master Chief because you can't see his face. Like he there will be no emotion on this main character. So they based it on one of the cadets what instead. What an easy role to like cast, though. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just need a person. Well, you need a very <laughs> tall person. That's right. that could be edited. <laughs> it could be well, anybody. Wow. But yes, we. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway because there's no story. <laughs> this is this is true. So in this in this no story thing, they did it very well. They they 
they didn't do it in like, oh, we're going to make a video game TV show. It was like, we're going to make a TV show about Halo for people yeah. who don't play video games. Yeah. And which is, I think is like the way to do it. Like if you wanted yeah. to take a video game and make it into a movie, like don't make a video game movie, make a movie about the characters or like the plots of a video game. Because you like those two mediums don't cross over very well, which brings me into my next one, which was Need for Speed, the movie. Okay. I don't know if either of you watched Need for Speed. I the did movie. not watch Need for <laughs> Speed. I did not feel the need. <laughs> you did not feel the need. I did not feel the need for the speed. <laughs> so, um, it's Matt. Did you watch Need for I, Speed? I was gonna say. I feel like I remember with, it, it more was, of that it was movie. Aaron Paul, the guy from like Breaking Jesse Bad, Pinkman. Yeah, the guy yeah. from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Never watched that one either. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> I I feel like I remember scenes from that movie it might just be the trailer because i i remember none of I the plot definitely remember the trailer I'm yeah like, i think so the, there was a car and i was like that's oh yeah there's the there's a well, that that part was probably a given i think there so, was at least one car <laughs> the thing with need for speed was if you had named this movie anything else like if you would if you not even named anything else if you just showed me this movie it was like untitled movie and then you, I watched the whole movie, and they're like, "Okay, what video game is it based on?" I was like, "I would be like, I have no idea." <laughs> Untitled it has nothing simulator. to do with the Need for Speed series. <laughs> what does at the all? Need for Speed series have to do though? Like every game is, it, it, yeah, you just race. Like you're you either race, racing or you're escaping the cops. Like it's just a, like a street racing game. This wasn't even street racing. Like the dude, like Aaron <laughs> Paul was like running from people. He was like wanted by the police and all this stuff. I was like, telling me he got you out can't of his car. Run in a How video game adaptation me. about a racing game. That's actually you know, like running insulting. from the police in a car. But like oh. he was, but like there were like honestly, I thought you meant I, literally <laughs> running. <laughs> so <laughs> <super serious>. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Matt say, I think Matt said, uh, like, did he get out of the car? Like, yeah, that yeah. was what I was imagining. Like, <laughs> they, like, almost did it intentionally, right? They were like, you know what would be funny? If we call it Need for Speed, we base it off the video game. But every time he's being chased by the police, he gets out of his car. He just gets out of his car and bolts for it. Just yeah, so bolts. I, I'm, just fucking bolts <laughs> it. I, I, have, I have the plot open here. Basically... The like the main character, like he and his crew, uh, participate in street races after hours. But then, like he runs into, like he runs into trouble, and then the police are after him. And then, like, and then that's it. Like, so that was like the end of the connection to the Need for Speed series. Most of the movie is not in cars, if I remember correctly. Like, I would say, conservatively, thirty percent of the movie is people driving a vehicle, and the rest of it is like what, like. This movie had nothing to do with the video game. So this is an example. Hold, hold, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't watch the movie, so yeah. I, my judgment shouldn't be taken that seriously. <laughs> but the plot you just described yeah. is the game. Pretty much describes the games. <laughs> no, no. But the games, I feel like, like are racing and then hot pursuit. I, I, was ex- I was expecting Fast and the Furious. But it's not oh, Fast and the Furious. It's like- Need for Speed. <laughs> No, but I'm saying like there was very little driving. Oh, like it was mostly walking around. Like that's 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 an issue. Like this, it was a movie called Need for Speed about walking, uh, barely about cars, <laughs> about running so on foot from the cops. about running on foot from the cops. <laughs> so that's that's an issue. That's so an this issue. is that's an example of a movie uh, that was a video game where they're like, let's not make the movie about the video game, but they took that idea too far. Yeah, they made it. Yeah too much not about the video game where they might they might as well have not have called it need for speed so that to me is very reminiscent and i didn't see this movie but i remember watching previews for battleship yes and i was the like Rihanna movie how how do you base <laughs> an entire movie, movie off of off the of, game battleship a board game board game <laughs> Was and I remember just being like, I have no idea <laughs> yeah, because I never saw sure, it. Sure I just remember being it. like, wow, they're running out of ideas. <laughs> an international fleet of ships encounters an alien armada and discovered yeah. their destructive goals. 
to defeat their enemies, they are forced to fight an intense battle on sea, land, and air. Like, I guess that's the game, <laughs> but, like, I don't want to oh see it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is the game, though. You have, like, I some guess. alien force, like, picking off your ships one by one. <laughs> I guess <laughs> That's so. the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Where is this coming from? <laughs> Where is this coming from? Like, yeah, I guess, if, I guess if those are real ships, they're fucking confused, man. They're like, whoa. <laughs> gunfire is coming from I mean, nowhere ugh. jumanji was based off of a board game does that count yeah but like is it actually I think based it was, off of a, I like, think, like I, I don't think they make i don't think jumanji was a board game it was a board game after before, the movie came out it was a board game <laughs> after the movie came out which is like i know it's just a movie and stuff but like i don't think any like nobody wants to play that no <laughs> Like the intention yeah. is that you don't want to no, play you don't. that. You yeah, don't. It's, you yeah, don't want. Yeah, yeah. I I will say. So I'm gonna change pace a little bit. I'm gonna go to what should have been, which should be everyone's like number one answer, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna assume I'm right here. But Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, I love, 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 love. I re- like love. everything. Everything about Pokemon. The anime. Like all the games have been phenomenal. The movies, like, I just, surprisingly the movies, good. Good, yes. even like Detective Pikachu, I really love. Fantastic. Like everything about it is so amazing, and I know the anime and the video game came out within like very short span of each other, and the card game especially. Like it was all kind of fairly close together. But technically, the video game did come out first, which I love. Like I love that they made this video game, and then they were like, "We can make this." an anime we can do this and then they made it an anime and they changed enough to keep it interesting and to give it plot basically to give it like a a a heavier plot and more characters and more story like in between the gym battles and like i just love how that adaptation took place and every single movie afterwards like just just so good like right for the perfect audience like definitely wouldn't recommend it to other adults now, but any adult <laughs> that remembers watching it, like definitely rewatch it. No, it's good. It's good. Last summer I went through a whole Pokemon thing. I watched like the whole thing on Netflix. Might have downloaded a, a couple um from other places that were perfectly legal. Yep. And definitely like watched the hell out of the anime and like it doesn't hold up in the sense that I would recommend it, but if you watched it when you were younger, like rewatch it. Like it's so worth it. It's so worth the corniness and like the little cringiness and like just <laughs> seeing all the Pokemon. Like I love that. And I thought Detective Pikachu was actually quite good. I felt like such a nerd going to it in theaters. <laughs> um, but it was good. Like it was actually like Yeah, it was a phenomenal. It was, very well done. it was it was really cool to see like the obviously like cgi pokemon like interacting with people and i was like man if i was like eight like my <laughs> inner child is like losing her shit right now like she is just having a great time seeing all these pokemon like realistic like i if i like eight-year-old me is just is happy bliss so the one thing that i love about that is that they actually took a fan's artwork like a fan made um like realistic pokemon art and like the studio credited them oh really I yeah didn't know i need to find this person please keep talking about pokemon <laughs> <laughs> I, I think like and i also like i think i remember like watching the first movie um like a million times because I was, I was super into pokemon when i was younger but like that movie was phenomenal like the how they introduced like i just remember the connection between the anime and like the game being so strong and you being like oh yeah like you know this is they're finally gonna like find like mewtwo because it's in the game and like like it was just so cool and then the fact that you started seeing new pokemon it like in the movie was like phenomenal like like getting to see like pokemon you hadn't run into in the game was just like oh my god like it really was like the catch rays like the, it held up like you felt it like you did want to catch them all like yeah. you did like it, it just great marketing 
really. Oh, for sure. So, so the artist um, was R.J. Palmer. Okay. Um, they're a freelance artist working out of California, and the studio working on Detective Pikachu, like um, R.J. Palmer creates, like they have like realistic. Um, they basically called it like what would Pokemon look like if they were realistic, and like they ended up the studio ended up like contacting him and being like hey we want to use your art um and and like because he posted his stuff online and it was credited like they he's now one of the um what is the exact word he's like a consultant yeah for environmental design on detective pikachu that's crazy that's that so crazy. cool like yeah. that's like that was probably the Best day of his like, life getting that working phone call. Working on key art and environmental design. And it's like his his artwork is actually really cool. So like look up uh, RJ Palmer. If you, yeah, I'm looking at it right I've now. Seen is, yeah, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've seen them before like on just various social yeah, media. They're, they're posted seen. everywhere. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I can see it like very clearly in my head. And I never actually made the connection to Detective Pikachu. But like it's it phenomenal like phenomenal work like that was that was so cool to see yeah that movie um i never like you were talking about it i never i never chimed in i absolutely love it like i love the the anime movies but the live action movie i think is a good like a good movie for even adults like if you're not like into pokemon i think the movie still holds up like it's really it is a child a children's movie but like it, it very much is a good movie even as an adult watch I think if you don't have yeah. the nostalgia aspect, it'll still be really interesting. And I think you would still really enjoy it. So I think that's a very well done um, yeah. video game movie. Yeah. I give it two thumbs I, up. Two, two, two <laughs> mat thumbs up, which is awesome. <laughs> two mat thumbs up. <laughs> All right. We're approaching the end here. A uh, couple more. Um, I So there's a, there's a couple... Um, like I don't have any more that's already been released, but there's a couple more that haven't been released. Okay, um, I'm gonna like chime in about. real quick. Yeah, with one that's already out. Good. Yeah, um, go so ahead. Castlevania. Yeah. Uh, I personally have not played the game, so I know Matt has, and I know we've talked about this before, where you know it's not maybe too much based off of the game, but they did come out with an with an anime. And phenomenal. Like, the anime is amazing. It's really gory. So if you are, like, even slightly don't like goriness, like, don't watch, like, um, very, very graphic. You will see, like, intestines getting ripped out of people. Like, it's a very graphic. Yeah. 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 So don't don't go into that thinking it's going to be all puppy dogs and rainbows because there's very little of that <laughs> uh but pheno- it was a phenomenal anime series i was actually really upset that it was ended like i didn't like it like i was mad <laughs> <laughs> um so just to have some of the video game aspect that is a game that is like loosely based um so like all the characters are are like named are like in the game but the game itself is just like a side scroller um in the original one which is what they said they base it off of you don't even play as trevor belmont you play as simon belmont who is um Mm. like if you follow the belmont clan family tree simon is like the great great grandson trevor is his great great grandfather um Mm. and that's who the show is based off of dracula is obviously in it um there there's like all the all the uh all the names that they use are are in the game um but mm-hmm. very like very loosely like i think they just kind of took the the belmont clan fighting vampires and then they just and like threw it. um the weapons like he, <laughs> like in the game you have like like the whips and the holy water um mm. but again like very 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 loose but i think it works like it it absolutely is a fantastic anime um i'm a huge fan again i am a fan of the monsters and gore so that might be a deciding yeah. that's kind of what pushed me push me to it one, yeah yeah but i think it's yeah. i think it's absolutely fantastic i'd be interested to play the games afterwards because like knowing that they don't have like they won't necessarily 
because it was so loosely based off of yeah. it, it shouldn't conflict too much in my head. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that that's really interesting. And I think that's kind of the way it needs to go. Like if you're, if you're kind of making a adaptation, it almost needs to be a little bit looser. So in that breath, Saka, what ones are you looking forward to? Uh, I got, I have two in particular. Um, right. it's the Borderlands movie. Yes. Interesting. Um, and uh, the Last of Us, I believe it's a Netflix series. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So those are the two that I'm most looking forward to. Uh, I haven't heard a whole lot about either one because like there hasn't been a lot of information released. But we do have a lot of like the cast of the Borderlands movie. Yeah. So the uh, no, I'm going to let you go because this is your thing. Go ahead. <laughs> OK. Um. So like uh, I, I like a lot of the choices they made, like Jack Black as Claptrap, I think is going to be really cool. Yeah. Um. Uh, Kate Blanchett as Lilith, I think will be a really good fit. Like, I, I like a lot of these choices. Um, and I loved the Borderlands series. So I, I'm really hoping that they, they do this justice. Um, and like, make a good movie and like, do mm -hmm. the kind of the same thing where like, don't base it, like, don't make a video game movie, like make a movie about the Borderlands universe. Right? It's a, yeah. it's a very good way of doing it. So that being said, uh, I will say Jack Black being cast as Claptrap maybe <laughs> makes that like makes me trust it because the the casting seems so on. Yeah. Um, and I didn't play much of Borderlands too, but the little bit that I played, I was like, oh, this seems to fit. Like yeah, what they're right? doing seems to fit. So yeah. I find that hopeful. And I'm always a little bit hesitant about these adaptations, but I find that very hopeful. Um, that being said, The Last of Us makes me very nervous. Okay. I don't know a whole lot of The Last of Us TV series, but I don't know if you, you know how much. I don't, know, I don't know how much you know about it, if you want to talk about that one. The Last of Us I, series? Yeah. I, I don't know a whole lot, but it because they've, like, they've casted Joel and they've casted Ellie, and I just think they're going to retell it. Okay. Their castings look good. The castings look good, but because there's very little hope for me that there's it's not gonna be a retelling of the video game. I I just I don't know about it. That being said, it's not a choice based video game. It's a it's technically a survival shooter. So and if the, there's one the story's to very follow, linear, yeah. Yeah, if there's one to follow linearly as the story, I think that's the one to do it. The fear is, I guess, is that it will just be kind of the, the Ratchet and Clank maybe like, effect where it's like, oh, well, I would have rather just played it. Yeah, like I've already done all this. Or worse, alternatively, wow, this didn't need to be a video game. Yeah, like it, it'd be nice if they did like a, like maybe a before The Last of Us Part 1 or like after The Last of Us Part 1 or like. It's hard to do that. Like if though. they filled in some gaps, it, it would be hard to do it. But like, it'd be nice if they did something like that. So, yeah, I'm just looking up like I'm trying to find as much information on this. Um, one of the head writers stated. Um, changes are being made for the adaptation that are designed to fill things out and expand, not to undo, but to enhance the story yeah, nervous and then he also okay. noted that nervous. this series was avoiding episodic storylines such as random encounters not present in the original story yeah i just, mm, i don't okay. i don't so i'm i'm hesitant on this one That's and fair. i i think this is one like borderlands i feel like i don't have such a strong connection with that i'm not going to watch uh but the last of us i think i'm going to be very like okay let's see what people are saying yeah. Let's see what the gaming community is saying because if if they're saying it's it's not good like I'm probably not going to watch it and if they're saying wow they did a phenomenal job I'll try it out. Like I I feel like I'm not mm -hmm. going to pick this one up. Yeah, it, it's very um very very tricky especially just because a game that's so loved for the story like the the one critique of that game is like it doesn't play well but the story is worth it and to take that story and put it on 
um, television. Definitely a tricky. The, yeah, yeah. I think I think they run a very good chance of like making the game feel not valuable, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I th- I, th- I also was wrong. It's an HBO series. It's not Netflix. Yeah, it's it's HBO. Yes, thank you. I yeah. knew it was. No, someone yeah. somewhere. <laughs> I was mistaken <laughs> on that one. <laughs> All right. So that being said, really quickly, everyone, what are you playing? Um, I, uh, I'm trying to get back into Halo in preparation for Halo Infinite, so I don't go in as a complete noob who hasn't played Halo in probably six or seven years. So mm-hmm. that was what I'm currently playing. All right. Avoiding noob territory above it. Matt, <laughs> yes. how about you? Um, so I actually just downloaded the Evil Within Part 2. Um, Uh-oh. So I, I talked a little bit about the Evil Within and how much I loved the villain from the Evil Within. And in research for the podcast of villains, I learned that the villain does in fact make an appearance in the Evil Within 2. Um, so I have not... I'm I'm kind of waiting to take that jump just because I know... I don't want to start this game and then stop it and then start and stop it. Like once I'm in it, I want to just blitz through it. So I have it downloaded. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go. The second I have um, maybe maybe a weekend to to spend or or at least three days in a row where I, I can commit, I'm going to deep dive this. I'm very excited for it. it. It is a very old game, but I am very excited for it. All right. Well, I definitely tuned out of that conversation because I didn't <laughs> want to hear about the evil within. But I'm glad you're looking forward to playing it. I am still working on Hades. So still doing that. I'm playing a lot of Apex. And I very likely will be picking up Final Fantasy very soon. So I know that'll make a mad I'm so quite excited happy for this. I want whenever I do that. I want to talk about Final Fantasy 15 with you so badly. Like, I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. And I did actually very recently complete a game. It was a very short game. It was 12 minutes. It was quite the ride. So maybe we'll have to talk about that in more deeply in a later podcast. That being said, we thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. If you like this content and you want to see more of what we put out into the world, you can check us out on Twitch. That's where we put the majority of our content, including lots of streaming. So definitely check us out there at twitch.tv slash crownedheathens. We are also on YouTube and we are on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Crowned Heathens. Otherwise, thank you again so much for listening and we will definitely catch you in the next one. Bye, everyone. Well, excuse me, princess. Don't, don't, no. Why? Uh, Why not?